Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is Alex. Very different intro today. Hey. Not, not very different. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about German nature. Yes, going out into the woodlands, uh, saying hi to uh, Bambi. Into the wild. All that, those fun stuff. That's a book. A little trip to the Alps, maybe. We'll, we'll talk about it. See what happens. Play the music. As always, the whiskey today is provided by our uh, wonderful friend, MyGermany.com. Good friends. Now, I got a question. Do you have the taste for Germany, but you live thousands of kilometers away? I'm sure some people do. Yes. You don't have to worry. Because MyGermany.com can help bring German products to your home no matter where you live in the world. Wow. So you don't have to give up on owning that cuckoo clock or that pair of lederhosen. Because uh, it doesn't matter these days where you live. MyGermany.com will make sure that any German product will be shipped directly to your home. You can save 10% on that first shipment if you use our code, which is whiskey 2020 Whiskey without an E, just W-H-I-S-K-Y, 2020. Now, Alex, here we are. Back to the show. Here we are. Again, it's mygermany.com. You didn't mention it again. I'll just say it again. Okay. I, I thought they, they understood, but... Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're back. Episode, what is this? 20... 21. 21. 21. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, everyone, for um, for listening this far. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really fun to keep going, and uh, we keep getting great messages from people, which yeah. is really nice to hear. Um, you know, for example, I want to give a shout out to, I believe it's called uh, Rupigo. Uh, if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, I'm sorry. Uh, he's uh, from Portugal, living mm. in Dresden. Said he uh, loves the show, messaged us, so I just wanted to say hi to him. Um, and then lots of other people have messaged us in the past week, but I can't mention everybody, of course. So. Yes, we have. And, and the messages have been amazing. We really appreciate them. Yeah. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the whole country of Japan. The whole country The whole of country. Japan. Or at least some one person who's listened sometimes or a bunch of people listening a few times. Because in our stats that we have, we've mentioned before, we can see who which countries are listening to us the most yeah what percentage of of the listens is from this country and right. this country and obviously germany and the states are number one no the states is number one germany's no number, no 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 germany's number one states State, number two and that's always been the same the number one and number two germany Since states episode one never change yeah but in our, in our three four and five always kind of switches around and right now our three for the past like two weeks has been japan right our our, our third uh most viewers comes from Japan. I mean, they have good whiskey. We reviewed, we reviewed a Japanese yeah, whiskey. And actually, this might want to maybe push us to try some more Japanese whiskeys. You so know, all you Japan future. listeners, give us some um, some good suggestions for some Japanese whiskey. Exactly. Exactly. Let us know uh, where, where you heard of us, actually. Yeah, you know, also. It's, it's funny. Jap like, we saw the list, and Japan kind of came out of left field. So yeah. uh, very curious. I'm very curious. And, and also a shout out to the whole country of Lebanon. Another left field one that we didn't expect. Oddly enough. Because in our charts, we were on Apple charts, podcast charts, and was it travel and leisure? Yeah, the travel and leisure uh, section. Yeah, we were number one in Lebanon. Yeah, for about a week. And now I think we're number three. But we, but we were the number one travel and leisure podcast in the whole country of Lebanon. Uh, all we can say is thank you for listening. That's, that's a, yeah. a, amazing to wake up to that. Yeah. Super cool that, 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 you know, we're not, we're having listeners, not just from the States and from Europe, but from, you know, all around the world. It's, it's, it's cool. And it's great because it, it's showing 
expats, of course, live can live anywhere, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, these could be Americans living abroad, or these are people from who knows where living abroad, you know, or people in Lebanon wishing, wishing, to, wishing to move to Hong Kong or wherever. So Yeah, so, yeah, it, it's cool. It, it really shows how... Um, I mean, as we've been going on with this podcast, we've we've learned there's there's a big community here of uh, of expat content creators. Exactly. And um, you know, we had our interview two two episodes ago, and things things like this. And so it kind of shows how big this community is, and it's it's, it's cool. It's it's really cool, I think. Yeah. I mean, no surprise, it's an international community. Wow. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Moving on, uh, a little more housekeeping. We have our website. We mentioned it before. If you haven't heard, it's agdwpodcast.com. That's yeah. agdwpodcast.com. Yeah. And, and we're going to have some new content uh, yes. coming out. So please, if you've already been, go check it out again because we'll have some new information about me and Alex. And also we're going to be putting an extras page, which for each episode will include related pictures or related links related to that, you know, to that specific topic. Yes. So it'll um, help immerse you more in that specific topic that you're really interested in. Yes, exactly. And um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us that five star rating. We appreciate it. We look at all of them. We appreciate all of them. I go to sleep looking at them. Helps you have good sweet dreams, you know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you have that, please do that. Um, follow us on Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, Instagram is americans.in.germany.podcast. It's so long, I almost forgot it. And our Facebook is um, Facebook slash AGW. Dot podcast. Just go to our website. It has links to everything. That's true. You can, you'll be able to, or use Google, the Google machine. You'll figure it out. I'm just wasting time. Right? Exactly. I'm no, wasting no time. Deal. But right. uh, yeah, what, what have you been up to this past week? This has been a nice week. So uh, I took a week off from work. So I had a week off and obviously I really can't travel that much. Oh, I booked this off months ago thinking I could go on a road trip. I actually booked two weeks off, but then I canceled one week and kept another one. Yeah. And yeah, I hung out a bit in Berlin, kind of like got relaxed better mental state. I was stressed out at work, so I'm really chill now. And then I went to Dresden for uh, for two days for the first time. Hey, and your first time. My first time, Even yeah. though you've lived several years right near Dresden. Yeah, and it's really <laughs> not far at all. With, yeah. the, with the with the quick train, it was, what, two hours, I think? Um, really cool city. Really, I really enjoyed it. It looks really, really old, even though it was controversially uh, leveled by the Americans in World War II. Yes, uh a decision that people to this day, you know, question whether that had to be yeah. happen or not. You know, but yeah, it was a complete total firebombing of Dresden that killed multiple tens bodies. of thousands of people. Um, and uh, Dresden really didn't have much of a strategic value, so that's why people question whether that was just yeah, pure, pure exactly. revenge. And it was late in the war when it happened as well. I believe it was February of '45, so it wasn't really necessary. But anyways, uh, but, but what's cool about it, unlike many other German cities like Kassel or or Berlin, even. They rebuilt it to look exactly the same way it did pre-bombing. So the buildings look like, you know, they're 300, 400 years old, but they're probably like, no, no, 70 years old. Yeah. It's weird. Since it was level, they were able to kind of pick the layout that worked best and make the boulevards nice and wide, you know, because... Yeah, and it's cool. The city's kind of split up in three different sections. You have like the, the main train station area that has like a huge shopping street and you just keep walking straight and you go to the, uh, the Altstadt, so the old town. Which not, is where, which is where not the, so old, but yeah. not so old, but the one that looks old. Yeah. And then you keep walking down there and then you go to the new town and that's kind of like all the bars and beer gardens and kind of like hip things happen. So it's really easy to get around. You can walk through the whole city. So highly recommend Dresden if you haven't been. The one thing I don't like about it, one night we just wanted to, 
We love, we live in a bar. We want one more drink, a little nightcap. Yeah. And there are no spades. We talked about spades before. These are little kiosks, little convenience stores in Berlin. Which in Berlin, there is five on every block. Yeah. Uh, and they're always open. Basically, it's the 7-Eleven of, of Berlin. They're everywhere. It's the place where you get a beer or a bag of chips or... Right or gum or whatever, you know. And yeah, and they're all privately owned. It's not like a Cumberland Farms. Like they're all very small, privately owned places. And I thought, I, and I always forget every time I go to a different city, but um, I yeah, I thought I, I could find, you know, a Spätie, but I couldn't, and that was really frustrating. So we had to go to the grocery store late at night. Yeah, but overall, Dresden's cool. Uh, my kindergarten's back open again. Kindergartens are open in Berlin again. So all the kids are back. Parents are happy. Kids are happy. I'm ecstatic to see all my kids again. Uh, I bet. After like three or four months not seeing them, you know, they, they've developed so much. So that's been uh, really exciting for me. Yeah, they grow a lot at that age, right? Yeah, a lot. And I mean, um, things are really changing in Berlin. There's almost, yeah, I can't think of a sing, of, of a lot of things that uh, are not back to pre-corona corona normalcy. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I mean, just all the masks, you know, like bars close at 11 o'clock, for example, restaurants are more spread out, but like at least we can do well, no, things. The 11 o'clock thing is it, bars can now stay open as long as they want. Oh, yeah. The, well, the, last week it was 11. Yeah, the time limit ended on June 10th. Oh, okay. So that was quick. Yeah. So bars, uh, yeah, they used to have a time, they used to, I think it was first, it was 10 o'clock, then it was 11 o'clock, but now bars can just do as they huh. normally did. And it was strange. Yeah. The, uh, on the weekend, I went to a bar with a friend of mine. And it was my first time really doing a proper bar visit, sure. you know, since the beginning of Corona. And yeah, just, just sitting in a bar at a table and because in the, yeah, in the bar, you don't wear masks, you know, right. uh, yeah. even, though, even though in shops you have to wear masks, but in the bars, you don't wear masks. Sometimes the rules seem really arbitrary. Yeah. And, uh, we'll and the, the bar was pretty full uh, and there was very little that would tell you that Corona had happened, you know what I mean? That a pandemic had happened, and like not that long ago. Yeah, yeah, or is happening right now. Actually, yeah, things are very much back back to normal. But um, one of the big changes, uh, ooh, sorry, okay. uh, one of the big changes is uh, the German government released their famous Corona tracing app. Yes, which will that's help, true. Which will help uh, track any outbreaks that happen, and also anytime you do go to a beer garden or a restaurant or cafe, etc., the first thing you have to do is you have to give them a lot of personal information. You have to give them your phone number, your address. Uh, they mark down the time that you were there. Either they do it with paper or or via an with app. A QR code. Yeah, and basically this is so if there happens to be an outbreak, they know exactly who was there at that time, and they can warn everybody. It's really uh, cool. Please go get tested. You probably have corona. But it's also very surprising because Germans hate giving away their data. Yeah, this is one of the few uh, reasons they would give away their data is for the greater good. Something like this, the greater good. Absolutely, because it does make sense. Because I mean, if there was an outbreak. At the beer garden we went to the other day, wouldn't you want to know about it? I Absolutely, mean, yeah, hundred uh, percent. So you have to give away your information. I think I think it's really cool. Another change that not Germany but Berlin did is now they have this uh, anti-discrimination law, which I figured it would have existed before, but it didn't. I think this is from the results of the recent protests, and it's um, pretty much a law stating that. Well, no, it's not. They already had anti-discrimination. This this is more focused on police. Uh, on police and right. and how they treat non-native German citizens, you know, foreigners who who maybe don't speak uh, German, you know. Right. So well, I was, I was going to get to that, but oh, yes. Sorry. <laughs> excuse me. So pretty no, much means excuse that me. that um, <laughs> that um, cops are not allowed or legally not allowed to um, discriminate based on skin color, based on where you're from, based on if you don't speak any German. Uh, which is really good, especially in Berlin, because we have a big um, refugee population here. 
So I can imagine, you know, they'd be ones who would be very discriminated against not speaking German, you know, whatever. Absolutely. Um, so I, it, it's awesome that that happened. And now that means citizens can sue the police now, as opposed to, I guess, before they couldn't. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, it'll be rough because, say, if, there, if there's no body cam footage, uh, et cetera, it's basically your award against a police officer. Yeah. So I don't know how far it's going to go. But it makes a lot of sense. A few years ago, I had a friend who, before he became fluent in German, he got in a small fender bender. He didn't speak German, but the other driver did. And the cops just focused with on that person, took all their story and took her story as the truth and didn't speak to my friend at all and, yeah. and put him to blame, even though he completely was not at fault. Um, and so that was definitely discrimination just for the fact that they didn't want to deal with trying to speak English with him, you know, yeah. which technically under the new law, the police, well, they, I can, still, they can still do it. There's just possible, there's possible consequences if they do it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah, I mean, Berlin's a very open, you know, multicultural city, but there's still a lot of uh, race problems here as well. So absolutely. I'm happy to see that the Berlin government's trying to do something at least. Exactly. Hopefully, you know, more. But what do we got today? Yeah, let's let's get a little let's get happier right now and talk about our whiskey, which is uh, from down under, and I don't mean Australia. No, this is from Cape Mountain. In which country? South Africa. Ooh, a South African whiskey. Our South f- our African f- whiskey. Our first African whiskey in any regard. And, and, and again, like the Spanish whiskey we had, it's bottled in Scotland. Or you mean it matured in the casks and then was bottled in... All it says here is bottled in Scotland by some company. Um, Are you going to mention the name of the whiskey? But it's probably it's it's a product of South Africa. Yeah, it's called Baines. <laughs> B-A-I-N apostrophe S. And this is a whiskey without an E, which I find interesting because usually only... Oh, sorry, whiskey with what? With no E. W-H-I-S-K-Y. Yeah, it, it depends. Uh, I, I looked it up once. I think the, the Scottish... And the Irish spell it differently. One one uses an E, one uses a Y. Right, I I know that, but this is not neither of those. So it's weird how there's no E. But maybe because it is because you mentioned it being bottled in the Scotland, so in a true. sense it's related. Uh, That's true. But yeah, I want to I want to try this Baines. Uh, so a, me, yeah, me, I haven't read the bottle yet, yeah. even. So Baines Cape Mountain whiskey, single grain. Uh, founder Andy Watts Distiller and distilled and double matured at James Sedwick Distillery, South Africa. Oh, so if it's but if it's matured in South Africa, then it's they just, it's just bottled and so they ship it up to Scotland I, just just to bottle it. I get probably maybe for European distribution. Oh, weird. Okay. Oh, 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 right. Sorry. Yes, yeah, South Africa. Thank. Okay. So that was far. I, I'm I'm so used to dealing with European whiskeys that yeah, this is. I mean, except for our Japanese whiskey, this is one of the furthest whiskeys we right. had. But besides, besides a American. same time zone as Berlin, so that's fun. Right. Yeah. I, it's just literally a 10-hour flight directly south of us. Longitudinally. Yeah. And unfortunately, we have no pop. It's a screw top. Mm. So not a great not start, Baines. But it all comes out of the flavor. Ooh, good. Glug, 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 glug. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool-looking bottle, too. Um, on our website, too, you'll see we're uploading the pictures of the bottles about a few days before the episode comes out in case you want to drink one with us. So... Um, do that. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, that is surprisingly good. Mmm, that's tasty. That's, I'm surprised how tasty that is, to be honest. Mm. Maybe it's just because I've never heard of South African whiskey, but it's good. Yeah, that's that. That's 
That's the thing. Wow. Cool. It goes down smooth. It has, has just enough of a bite and it has just enough character. Like, you know, yeah. we've had a few whiskeys lately that have been not much to them. Meh. But this just gives just enough that you're like, he's like, oh, I'm here, but it doesn't bother you. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's got a little bit of a sweetness to it, kind of like a rye. Mm-hmm. I mean, ooh, especially in the beginning, it is quite sweet. Yeah. Then the bite comes after, and it's super smooth and go, and then goes away rather quickly. This is really exciting. I'm excited mm. right now. Look at my face. That's exciting, right? His eyes are bulging out of his bulging. Skull. It's like a cartoon dog looking at a cartoon lady. All right, I gotta, I gotta save some of that for the episode. I'm sipping that too much. Okay, so should we get down to our topic? Uh, what is it like? Twenty minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you want? You don't want to. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's I, no, I was literally just waiting for you to get on with the topic. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we're talking about nature. So, like, Berlin, obviously, is a very big city where, where we live. But even within the city, there's, like, endless nature. It's, it almost feels like the city is half trees and half not trees. It's really hard to compare to other major cities. Uh, but one I can give it a good example of is I lived for a couple of years in Los Angeles in California. Which Ew. is an, yeah another huge another huge city, but unlike Berlin, the amount of parks are it's like not even worth mentioning. You know Berlin has a great balance of green spaces yeah. and residential and commercial areas, whereas a place like Los Angeles, you never you feel kind of stressed a lot. Yeah, you know you don't have, have a lot of outdoor spaces to relax. Whereas Berlin, no matter where you live around any corner, there is a large park. So it, it, it it's it's nice and spread out. Sorry, he's just taking a. I just took a selfie to put on his Instagram in a bit. Wow, keep going. Um, <laughs> threw me off there, but yeah, there's the the amount of nature here really makes you makes it so that you never really feel overwhelmed by living in a big city. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, I, I I definitely agree with you there, and it's it's really nice because um, I mean I feel like every episode for the past five weeks we've talked about. What did you do this weekend? Oh, I went to a park. Went to the, you know exactly because there's there's so many options. And what's really cool about a lot of the parks is that they're they're large, like very very large. So when you're inside of the park, you don't hear any cars driving by. You don't hear the hustle and bustle of the city. You just hear like birds and you hear fish in the little ponds and lakes and stuff like that. Like it's it, you yeah, you really sure. don't feel like you're in a city at all anymore. Yeah, especially in um, Tiergarten, which is our kind of central park, right? Uh, and similar to. The Central Park in New York. I mean, you, you go into Tiergarten, and even even though you're just steps away from the hustle and the bustle, you feel like you're in the middle of nowhere because yeah. it's really it's just solitude and quietness, and yeah, little ponds. And, it's super cool. And streams. Um, and but on the weekends, the beautiful thing that a lot of people probably don't know about Berlin is that it is directly surrounded just by forest and trees and lakes. So yeah. it is absolutely easy on the weekend to pop out either by bicycle or by train, pop out 20 minutes, and you're out, you're hiking, you're cycling, you're swimming, mm -hmm. uh, and that's a really popular well, thing for Germans to do. It's know? funny because Berlin was literally built on a swamp. So like Berlin was built in, yeah, in the woods, in a swamp. Like you'll see construction, I don't know if you've noticed this, the, um, when they're doing a lot of construction on the city, you'll see these pink pipes that go up. Yeah. And that's because they're draining the swamp yeah, they're, 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 the water table is so high that if you just go a few meters into the ground, right. whatever, whatever hole you dug is now filling with water. So exactly. they, they have these pumps constantly going, pumping so everything if, out. So if you're in Berlin, you see, see these pink pipes going somewhere. That means they're pumping out um, sludge from 
the ground. Just to keep the construction area dry. Yeah, exactly. And actually, the um, Berlin is a Slavic word meaning swamp. Are you serious? Yeah. Whoa. I did not know that at all. Couldn't tell you the exact language, but uh, it is a Slavic. It is a Slavic. Well, Slavic is a type of language because there are several Slavic. There are languages. several Slavic languages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, there, it, it's it's surrounded, and it's super cool. So you 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 can jump on the subway and go in many directions, and then you'll you'll find a giant lake. Or uh, I mean, I mean, Germany has a big um, what are they called Gardens. It's these um, like garden houses. Mm. So what they are is like. They're little houses, usually a little bit closely packed together, kind of like um, a big shed. Like you have a little living room, yeah. one bedroom maybe, by and a little, bathroom. And a- by little, we mean a large kind of shed, that kind of a size. Yeah. But it's built to the quality of a house. You know. Yeah, it, like, it, exactly. It has proper walls and a door and a window. And, and, a- and they're all around the city. Um, and so you kind of go out there and you're in nature and there's certain laws. You can't live there. You have to be there. You can only be like 60% of the time. A lot of them, you have to have a garden. Like people check up, like you have to have your own little garden there and uh, show you're growing vegetables or fruits or right. whatever. There has to be uh, evidence that you maintain that garden. Right, and in and, and these super cool communities. And like a lot of times, like uh, my girlfriend's aunt has one. So we go there on a weekend or something like that. And it's, you know, you're in the middle of nowhere. It's a 10 minute bike ride, not even to a little lake. You're surrounded by the woods. The You can see the Milky Way, you know, because it's so dark over there. Um, and so that's also a really big culture here. So you you can be in nature, but still be comfortable in like a little a little house. You exactly. Know? I, I, guess, I guess it's the equivalent of like maybe in California, where in, like, in the Northeast, of like going up to New Hampshire, be in the mountains. You know. Right, but I think in those cases, the going out to nature. You know, you got to pack the car, drive three or four hours. Whereas in in Berlin, especially, it's just pack a backpack. 20, yeah. 20, 30 minutes on the train and you're there. You know what I mean? It's, it's, exactly. it's really easy. Um, it, it, it's, it's super cool. It's a really cool culture and I've never seen anywhere else before. Yeah, and Germany itself, I mean, now let's move outside of Berlin. Germany itself- We're moving out. Has so many different places for you to enjoy nature. Uh, one fact is that uh, one third of Germany is forest. So I, I believe it's about 33% of German's land area is forest. Which is pretty nutty when you think about it because yeah. Germany has so many big cities. Like if you think about Germany and like all the cities they have, you know, you think, you know, you have Berlin, Frankfurt, Leipzig, Nuremberg, uh, Nuremberg, Cologne, Hamburg, Munich, Cologne, Stuttgart. Exactly. There's so many huge, not huge, but like it's big cities. Uh, over 500,000 people, cities. You know? Yeah, exactly. In, in Germany. And then when you say one third of it is nature, it's really interesting. It's forest. Yeah. Forest. Yeah. And, and Germany has... 16 different national parks so that'll show you that is that a lot i don't know what, what, what i don't know how, how what's the average national park i mean there obvi- there's obviously a lot more in the u.s but I, you know there's yellowstone um there is look so this the up states and, has 419 oh wow but also texas is bigger than germany so take that for what it's worth true <laughs> and, and and same with california the california has more land mass than the entire country of of germany what's comparable uh poland I'm Googling right now. so But it's hard to, hard to compare because does Poland have as many big cities as Germany? Uh, you know, I don't also know. true. Well, let's just say Germany has 16 national parks. Okay, take we'll leave it, it at that. Take it for what it's take worth. Take it for what it is. And has more than almost nearly 3,000 official campsites that you can go to. Oh, and a lot of those campsites are free. Fun fact. Right. You just, there's 
you can just pop pop up your tent and uh, pop yeah. up a tent, pop up an RV. I mean, you know, obviously there's a lot of places you, they charge you a little tiny fee, and that's so you can uh, use the the restrooms. And, or, or, or if you have an RV to get some electricity, something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's similar to in the in the U.S. There's a lot of RV stops as well across the country. And 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 also what's interesting is in Germany is that it's so uh, varied. It's very different. So absolutely, the north you have you know the ocean, the sea. So the Baltic Sea, the um, what's the English name? That is the English name, the Baltic Sea, and the North Sea. Yeah, North Sea, Ost Sea, Baltic North. So you have two seas up north, pretty much, and then down south you got a bunch of mountains, the the Alps, like the best mountains ever. Right, it's most, crazy. Yeah, like the, the Alps are basically the southern border of of Germany. Yeah, and then all in between you have various different kinds of of. of of nat- nature areas like the the Hartz Mountains in the middle of Germany, uh, southwest you have the the Black Forest. I mean, exactly. there's so much. Th- there's so much that we can we can uh, talk about. And and um, I, I, can I talk about the Alps a bit? Absolutely. Just just so everyone knows, the Alps is one of my favorite places to go. Yeah, mine too. I, I absolutely love the Alps. They're absolutely beautiful. There's, I mean, obviously there's amazing hiking to do, lakes, uh, cycling, but also just just some really gorgeous tiny little villages. Uh, with, yeah. with, with just really nice people, it's it's, it's those those out villages are are kind of unbelievable. And I know what we're gonna say right now. I'll say right now, Alp villages. And close your eyes and think about something. Alp villages. What you're thinking of is probably exactly what it looks like. Yeah, it's as, nutty. As you've seen the Alps sh- uh, shown in a in a film. Yeah. Honestly, that's how it's the Alps on. actually looks. They, like, they are gorgeous with these green manicured. Uh, hills and uh, rocky mountain tops, and you have you know these 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 houses like on the hill, and you look at how do people go get their groceries? I don't, I don't understand how people even live there, but it's absolutely gorgeous. Then you have the water, which is crazy blue on the on the lakes there. Um, so I, I went on a road trip there, which I think I mentioned before, and um, we even took like our water bottles in the mountains for a little hike in the mountains. Took our water bottles, a little stream, and filled up our water bottles with that stream because it was just melted snow coming down the mountain. Yeah, and it was like the best water I've ever had in my life. Maybe it was placebo effect. Ice I don't cold know, as well, it, probably. Yeah, it was ice cold, and it was about thirty degrees. And, and, and yeah, it was um, it was amazing. And we took a, a camping wagon through there, so we did a lot. We did a lot of camping. For from where to where was your was your trip? Did like did you do the the German Alps over to the Swiss Alps or? Yeah, so we started off. We flew down to Munich. We rented an RV there, and then we kind of did a big circle in ten days, um, easily in ten days, which is crazy. You you think it take longer, but like ten days is like plenty. Mm. So we went to Liechtenstein just just so we could be like we went to Liechtenstein. Um, cool cool little country, but very small. And then yeah, I've like, wanted to go for so long just just because it's it's there, no. But how many people have you met that actually have actually been there? You true. know, I just want to go just to say I've been and yeah. enjoy it for a day and then move on. Exactly, we went there for a day, but it was cool. It's actually nice. Went to this really small city. Every city small. It's Liechtenstein. Anyway, so yeah, we went from Liechtenstein to the Swiss Alps to the Italian Alps to the Austrian Alps back to the German Alps again. Um, so a big big round trip and. There wasn't one single day where I was like, eh. it was gorgeous all the time, like stupid gorgeous, like not fair to the rest of everywhere else, how pretty it was. Yeah. They, the moment that any of you can actually travel to, to Germany again, we definitely recommend going. You know, One million percent. And an interesting fact about the Alps or any kind of forested areas in Germany is that compared to, uh, especially to the U.S., 
Yeah. Um, there's a very few dangerous animals, you know, gro- weird, right? Yeah. Growing up in California, if I went into the forest, I had to deal with the fact, okay, I could be stalked by a mountain lion, which is literally, it looks like a lioness, you know, like it is, a, it is, it is a lion. Would you, you call it a lion in the mountains? I would. Okay. Or a big more cat? appropriately a mountain lion. Oh, yeah. That makes um, sense. So we had to worry about mountain lions. We had to worry about bears. We had to worry about rattlesnakes. Uh, Germany does not have mountain lions. Germany does not have bears. No. Germany do, does not have poisonous snakes. Nope. I don't. Do they even have poisonous spiders? Do they even have spiders? I'm sure. Spiders. I'm sure they. I'm sure they have a few. But but it's so funny because when my girlfriend visited, came with me, and we visited California, and I was just like, and I would just kind of offhand mention like, oh yeah, yeah watch the ground for rattlesnakes, or oh yeah, if you you know just watch out for mountain lions, or you know just like but offhand that's nutty, co- like, comment, and, and then she's like, wait, what mountain? Yeah. What? And even um, coyotes kind of were uh, hunted to extinction in 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 Germany, and they just started releasing them the past twenty years. Oh really? So now there's a, there is a small. Uh, band of coyotes, but but there's there's very few animals you have to worry about. No, I mean in in in, in Germany, so you can go out in the woods. No, of course you got to watch yourself. But uh, I mean, I've seen um, I, I haven't personally seen it actually, but around Berlin and around Germany, there's wild boars. That they, is true. They can mess you up pretty hard. And during Corona, there was actually a large family of wild boars that would roam through Berlin, and the police kind of gave them a little. Uh, Escort, you know, just because like that the, they had noticed the lack of pe- uh, people presence and, and activity. <laughs> so there was a group of like twenty wild boars, little tiny babies, just roaming through Berlin, and the police were kind of just cool. walking with them, making sure that. And I, I always thought there was um, there was bears in Germany because the mascot of Berlin is a bear. I think it's because it just rhymes with Berlin, the Berlin bear. Th- that's not rhyming. It's an alliteration. Sorry. Yeah, it's alliteration. You are, Maybe the Berlin. You're correct. No, but it has to be an animal. The Berlin Boy Scouts. <laughs> what other animals start with B? The Berlin Barracudas. Bobcat. Bobcat. I and like I think Arizona is Bobcats. No, Arizona's Wildcats. Oh. I'm going off of a scene in Speed where he notices that Sandra Bullock is wearing a sweatshirt and it says the Wildcats and she's from Arizona, I think. That's that's where I get my information from. Anyways, um, it's Speed. I was just thinking too, speaking of trips, because we talked about, we talked about the Alps. The north, where the seas are, or the oceans, they're called seas here, just so you know. Uh, where the No. O- no, that's wrong. That's the sea wrong. Is a lake. Yeah. Like the German word for lake is Z. Z, yeah. Which is very confusing if you're an English speaker because you hear the word sea and you think they're talking about a sea or an ocean yeah. uh, or a small ocean. But, but still, the Baltic like, Sea is called the Ostsee. Which is confusing as hell because that's the incorrect word. But yeah. I've been up there a few times and I went camping with a buddy up there. And um, it was really cool, actually, because you wouldn't expect it. My buddy's like, you want to go camping on the dunes? And I, I didn't know where any dunes were in Germany. It sounds like something, you know, in the, the, the desert or something like that. So we decided to take a train up and we took our bikes and we had a bike around 20 kilometers. And he had like, I had a backpack, all his stuff. He had his, um, uh, my God, what's the English word? The tent on his back. And it's like really round. So it looked like Ninja Turtle, but like going uh, against the wind. So it was really hard for the ride It's one of those pop-up tents that you throw it and it right. literally just, you know, like makes itself, you know? But it folds into a circle. Yeah. And yeah, so that was tough for him. And he put his backpack on the front of him in the circle on his back. So he, he was struggling. And 20 kilometers is, is far. Pretty you, far. You walked 20 kilometers? No, he biked. That's what I'm saying. He was biking oh. down his back. 
Oh, and, and windy because the, and it's, the, like, it's like a sail basically on his exactly. back. Exactly, yeah, it's really slowing him down. I'm yeah, because yeah. up 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 north is very 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 windy, like crazy windy in a fun way. But yeah, so then we got there, whatever, and then there's all these dunes, and we went camping on the dunes, and like you walk two minutes, you're on the beach. Well, you're actually on the beach, you're on dunes, but like to actually the ocean, and it's it's it's, it's cool ocean. It's cold. Uh, you don't really go surfing. It's not like. No, it's not like California or something. It's like not the that. Atlantic or something like that. Yeah, um, you, you go to more to, to play on the beach. You're not. Yeah, Germans aren't really doing a lot of of like water activities in in the uh, in the Baltic Sea. I noticed, yeah, because right. it, it is quite cold and very windy and very windy. Um, you know, I, I'm sure some people swim in it, but it, but it yeah. doesn't have like the activity like you'd have in Florida or California. Exactly. And, and I was there when in like mid July when it was what, like 30 degrees out all the time. So like 80, 85, 90 Fahrenheit. Yeah. And even that water was like, nope, too cold. But because of the wind, it was all right. You know, it wasn't that bad, but also what's really cool is the sand up there is super fine. It's like hourglass sand. Oh yeah. Like it feels so nice on your toes, but when you're camping in the dunes, it means it gets everywhere. So you be careful of your yeah. When it's that fine, phone. it gets into every nook and cranny in your backpack and in your like pockets. I, I have this little, you know, my face cream, my my uh, shout out to Nivea, my mm. Nivea face cream. And after a day, like I'm putting cream on my face, it's all like rough and <laughs> sandy. It's gross. It's like basically, you're rubbing sandpaper. Yeah, on your my, face. my toothbrush is covered in sand. Like everything was covered in sand. But it was a great trip, and 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 I really highly recommend also checking out those seas. I mean, I guess maybe if you're from. A very oceany place. It might not be your jam, but like it's because it's different. It's not like well, it, what we're used to in Germany. Yeah, if you miss the ocean, that's a, that's where that's where you're going to get is the Baltic Sea. I mean, I mean, at least it has a coastline because there's a lot of uh, countries in, in Europe that don't. Um, but yeah, for me from California, of course, it's a different experience. But I still love it because I yeah I'm, I miss the ocean. So yeah, um, for sure, it, it's it's not quite the Pacific Ocean. No, it's but not the it, same. But it, it's. It, as good as it's going to get. And what's cool, you also see like in a lot of parking lots, uh, no matter where you are around the, around the uh, in the north near the sea, uh, you'll see in a lot of parking lots like little stands of um, fish brochen. So fish in a little roll and they're everywhere. Like and they're a little, s- little fish sandwich. Oh, and they're so good. Oh, and every man. time I go north, I have to grab like one or two it's or three of them. fresh fish. Bro. And it's fresh. They catch them that day and then you'll see this, this random guy in a parking lot with a giant smoker and he's smoking some fish to make to put it next door to this little kiosk that sells little fish brochin, and that's definitely something you have to experience. Because I miss seafood, and obviously it's Same. different. Same. But uh, I'm not getting a lobster over here. Or I'm not getting you know the shellfish that I'm used that like, I I can get around. I'm not getting frozen shrimp, but uh, yeah, but it is what it is. That yeah. fe- that fresh fish is uh, it's, it's good. It's amazing. It's yeah. really good. And I, you know I don't my I've I've been up to the Baltic Sea, but yeah. I, I don't visit that often. But what we often more often do is visit kind of nature areas um, that are around rivers, you know, like there's the Elbe, the Rhine River, yeah. uh, the Danube. Uh, but if you go, there's a an area of Germany, which in English is called Swiss Saxony, uh, which is about half an hour outside of Dresden. It's near the German Czech border. Yeah. And I, I would recommend that to everybody. It's one of the most beautiful um, national parks in in Germany, I think, and basically you have the this large the large Elbe River, and it's kind of like a valley on like the the river is is kind of going down the center of kind of a valley on either side. Okay. On either side is, um, you know, rock mountains that are that are really beautiful, and there you have the very famous uh, Bastai 
Bridge, yeah. which if, if you don't know, we'll, we'll put pictures on our website and you can also Google it as well. Jeff, we'll put pictures on the website and you can Google it as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but, but it, it's, a, it's an absolutely gorgeous area where you have uh, mountains, you have the river, you can do uh, mountain climbing or hiking, you can do cycling, and basically uh, dotted along the river, which is like a lot of rivers in Germany, you have these tiny just quaint little villages and yeah. you can literally just cycle along the river going from village to village and as you go it's just this incredible incredible nature and uh and yeah and it's it's a place that's overlooked because a lot of people just think of the alps uh but quite close much closer to berlin you can go there and True. and have a, a, not quite the same but a similar feeling yeah why not I, I wanted to go there actually when i was in dresden but um it was supposed to rain hard so we decided to cut the trip short, and then when we left, the report said it's not going to rain. So that's something I have to go back to. Yeah, I would. And um, so the the focal point of this uh, Bastai region is, I believe it's called Rotten, is the, is, the, is the town, where a lot of people go to and they branch off on their different hikes or cycling trips. And right near there is the like most glorious uh, medieval fortress I've ever been to, which Ooh. is uh, Schloss Königstein, which is basically like Castle Königstein, which means uh, King's Stone. It's this large fortress built on top of uh, this solid rock formation, and it's one of the most uh, elaborate and beautiful fortresses I've ever been to. So if that you're ever, awesome. If you're ever going to visit that area for the nature, yeah. check this place out as well. I want to go now. I, one of these weekends, I'll probably force my girlfriend to go again. Cause we've already been there, but it's beautiful. I'll come with you. Yeah, actually, you guys, could, yeah, you guys want to go too, right? Sweet. Yeah, let's do it. And but if if we can, you know, I'd I'd love to jump back to the Alps because you actually didn't let me uh, talk about the areas I had been to in a while. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Um, <laughs> no, it, like it's so easy to get excited because as we're talking about this, I'm getting all these memories of. That's of this thing. beautiful nature, and it makes me really want to get out of the city. Uh, just talking about it, it makes me kind of itchy to. I know, right? To go, I feel you. Um, but yeah, the Alps. Like I've, I've spent a lot of time um, in the Austrian Alps um, to a place called Zellamsee in Hallstatt. Hallstatt is absolutely gorgeous. Oh, I've been there. Yeah, I would recommend it to nobody because it's one of the most touristy places. Super touristy. It's just over touristy. Don't go. I mean, Zellamsee is also touristy, I mean, but a lot less. It'd be okay if you're if you're driving through. You stop for that's what we did. We drove through, stopped for a few hours, checked it out, and then left. Yeah, but, but if, I wouldn't spend if more you're there than there for a few hours. days. Really, ninety percent of the time, all you're going to see is tourists with huge cameras hanging around their necks. That was and me. Alex was probably one of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, I get why people go there because it's absolutely gorgeous. But it started getting mentioned on um, some tour guide books in the past twenty years, and it just whew, the uh, yeah, it's not really. Um, it's not like the the experience you want in the Alps. You want to have that authentic, you know, small village. Thing. And it used and, it used to be that, yeah. but 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 anyways, there, there are um, there are several. You know, it's oh, kind of a weird place to do it. Yep, keep going. Okay, he, sorry, he's he wanted to open my beer for me. Um, th- th- there are several other villages just as gorgeous that you can visit in the German and Austrian and Swiss Alps. So what I'm trying to say is, you know, you're going to see these kind of top three mentioned in the books but kind of stray stray away because you'll get a much more authentic experience somewhere else and 100%. you will not drive yourself crazy uh, because of all the tourists but but it, i mean it, a lot of these what's very popular in these areas is there's these old um salt mines because you know salt used to be 
as valuable as gold back in the day. And they used to do a lot of salt mining in the German uh, Alps as well as the the Austrian Alps. I didn't know that either. Yeah, but uh, and and some of these uh, did I? Some of these salt mines are still active, but a lot of them they've turned into kind of uh, really cool tourist attractions where you can go. You know, you take they have the original. Um, little train that the workers used to take to go deep into the mine, and I'm talking about you know a mile, two miles, you know into, into the into the mine, and these old wooden slides that the workers used to use from get to, from one level to another, and I'm talking about like, are you allowed to slide down them? Yeah, you yeah, are. Yeah, really, it's like 30, 40 meter slide, and you go fast. I want to be um, a miner now. And you, and you and you go deep in these mines, and they have little even boats in there that you can uh, go over these like salt lakes and these beautiful caverns in the mines. Gorgeous. Uh, it's a very popular thing. Would you call the towns a Salt Lake City? Uh, you could. <laughs> it took me a moment. Yeah, that, that was, it was pretty forced. Salt Lake. Yes, you could. Um, but but another area I can recommend is um, the uh, Berchtesgaden area, which is southern Germany. It's about uh, 40 minutes from Salzburg, Austria, or about one and a half, two hours south of Munich, just near the border. Uh, one of the most beautiful areas that you can visit in Germany. It got its claim to fame because that's where Hitler's summer's house was, and it became a a big center for for um, the Nazis back in the day. Oh, but, fun! But moving beyond that, uh, the air, there's there's a reason uh, Hitler loved the view. It was gorgeous. So, uh, fuck. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Uh, uh, but anyway, okay. it's pretty, Jeff. Right? Yeah, it's 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 uh, all right, it's, it's, it's a pretty area. Uh, there's no way to move on. Let's just end this now. Uh, Should we? Yeah, let's go through biscuit review. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, sitting across from a Jewish guy here. No, but I mean, yeah, I have heard it's it's, it's beautiful. Um, the whiskey we have today. <laughs> Sorry, we, uh, we, I think the, the organization of our thoughts on this episode maybe weren't as smooth as they, they could have been. But. Yeah, probably not. Well, the thing is, like, when we come up with idea episode, ideas for episodes, um, usually we have a really good plan for them. This one, we're like, like, our first note was Germany has a lot of nature. <laughs> and that's kind of what we're going off of right now. So um, this is an episode that we're actually pretty passionate about because... Um, even though Germany is full of a lot of cities, uh, we really do enjoy the nature as well. And uh, and and on, there's so many good places. And honestly, I think we've only scratched the surface of, of all the amazing places you can go to. And I'm not, admittedly, I have not explored enough of Germany. I would like to do more, but I have, I have not done enough. So there's a lot more places I want to go see. And maybe when I see those places, we'll, uh, we'll do an episode too. Yeah, and the main motivation behind this episode I think, yeah, like he said, is to, to let you know, you know, you're going to come to Germany, you're going to visit the Berlin, you're going to visit Munich, you're going to visit, but we want you to know that there are, there's so many places outside of the major cities yeah. to, to visit and uh, to really see uh, how beautiful Germany is, you know, like it's beautiful. beyond its buildings and its boulevards, you know, yeah. there's just so much nature to enjoy. And that that's what we're trying to get across is that exactly. there's so many options here. Exactly. So without further ado... I'm going to give you uh, another pour here. Now, what he's pouring is the um, Baines, uh, I believe, single... Single grain. Single grain. That's the term I have not, we have not read yet. From South Africa. From South Africa. And... Let's uh, remind ourselves, take a little smell yeah. here. Yeah. Mm. 
And this was, mm, I think, out of still every good. whiskey we've had, for me at least, the, the Actually, most surprising. It's... It's when you mentioned it was sweet earlier, I, I agreed, but it's actually it's there's a lot of sweetness in here. Yeah. It's kind of like a rye. Well, it's not a rye, but it's kinda yeah. like a rye. There's a sweetness, then there's the burn, and then there's the slow uh fadeaway. Um how much does how much how much does this one cost? Don't recall I you know, it was it was somewhere around thirty, thirty five euro. Okay. I mean which great price for the I mean for, m- most of our bottles are around thirty euro anyway, so yeah. Um yeah, I'm gonna go right off the bat. I'm giving this an eight out of ten. I I think that's a perfect score. Yeah. I, I couldn't really do better. That's, that's it's, it's an eight out of ten. A surprising eight out of ten, just because. I mean, maybe South Africa has a huge whiskey culture that I just don't know about. So no offense to them, but I just it's kind of like the Spanish one we had. You know, like I, in Spanish whiskey is not something you really think about. And um, this whole show is really opened my eyes to the wide variety of whiskeys because I, I was very much focusing. On Scotch Irish bourbon, yeah, that's like pretty much and, all. And, I and rye. So the, the, yeah. I basically, I was focusing on three countries: I was on, on America, Ireland, and Scotland. Right. And, and I, it pains and, me to say that that's what I was doing, but that's what I was doing. Uh, th- there's just so much more out there for you to try. So if, if you are a whiskey lover like us, uh, give give the Baines a try. Again, really do there's it. There's several German websites you can get it on. I, I forget the specific one we got it, but there there are several websites like. WhiskeyZone.de. Uh, there's, uh, I think, Whiskey.de. There's HouseOfMalt.de. So there's, there's and tons it, of options. If you're in the States, you can't order alcohol online in most states, I don't think. But I'm sure you can find it somewhere. In Germany, no problem. Yeah. They don't even ask if you're 18 or not. I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and they don't care who answers the door and collects it. They just, no. they just toss so it. So it's Baines, B-A-I-N-S. And yeah. Eight out of ten. I recommend. Is it. there an apostrophe? Like it? It's yeah. yeah it is Baines. It's, uh, it's his whiskey. It's possessive. Yeah. It's Mister Baines. It's whiskey. The Baines Cape Mountain whiskey, and there's some sort of a, a large cat kind of logo. Dare uh, I say a mountain lion? I don't know. Do they have mountain lions in South Africa? I don't Never know, probably. Been. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, there it is. Eight out of ten. Eight Love out it. Of 10. Love it. Thanks for joining us. Uh, please, if you have the chance, give us some some uh five star ratings if if you liked what you heard and uh like us on facebook send us a message if you have any questions instagram too please and again and our website yes which is uh, agdwpodcast.com dot com all right and thanks again to our uh whiskey sponsor mygermany.com for this wonderful whiskey Thank and you, until sir. next time cheers cheers it is so hot in here I know, I'm getting a little sweaty. Yeah, I'm really sweaty. Mm. Gross.